following podcast contains adult language and isn't suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to Unpressable Defects. This is episode 171. Um, I called it principles, but I don't know. We might change the name. I don't know. As always, or as currently, I'm introduced. I'm here with uh, my sidekick, William uh, Ultra Maximus. Correct? Uh, yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Ultra Maximus. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. See, I'm. I got it. And also, yeah. for some reason, uh, we jo- we have like I think we're joined for some reason by this guy. Who? I, what are What are you doing here, Nico? Is this some kind of crossover episode? I was trying to cause you a trauma trigger from all of your uh, prior experiences with the furries. That's interesting. Well, He's I'm a furry that, fan. I thought we have Nico from the Comic Book Wars podcast. Um, yeah. For some reason. I don't know why. It's because you sell the water boy and you decided, yes, we suck again. <sighs> John. Uh, I don't even know what that means. What does that even mean? The water boy and we suck again. Come on, man. Don't, famous quotes from movies. You, if you can't interject a famous quote from a random movie into conversation and have at what least is, half of the population get it. Was that? The water boy. Oh, it sounds like a, some kind of porno. That's an Adam Sandler movie. So it's close enough. But anyways, welcome. We are at episode 171. Um, I saw on Facebook, somebody was talking about how like something was going on with all of our groups and how, or all these groups and how like all these podcasts were ending. And then she, they were talking about how like great the unpressable defects podcast was. And I thought that was great. So I looked into it and then I asked a, a question. I said like, Oh, well like what episode are you on? And uh, she said one sixty-two, And then I just realized, Oh, well like I, I'm sure she's not going to make it to where we are now. <laughs> Have faith. Have faith. But, um, I just thought it was really funny. Um, that's my story for you. Well, well, Jimmy, why do you put much faith in the people who use fake names on Facebook? I don't put faith into anybody except George Michael. Okay. Well, you got to have faith. Who uses fake names on Facebook? Everybody uses fake names on Facebook, obviously. So, I mean, come on. I just uh, have one Facebook. I know you have one Facebook. I, I, Jimmy, got I thought you were. Don't we all have Facebooks on our own names? Well, sometimes and then we yes, go by these these stupid yeah, online like, aliases. Well, no, so there's, people, there's people who actually join like groups that are naming themselves Frank Castle and Beta Ray Bill and getting yeah, past administrators. And, what do like, we have? We have on, come on, man. We have the Comic Book Wars Facebook page, and I think there's people in there with like random names. Yeah, that's true. We let them in. You do let them in. You let I me think. in. You, I'm in there. So yeah, I'm going to start kicking people out of the Facebook uh, group that, that annoy me on eBay. I'm looking forward to that. That's, ah, like, oh. uh, that's one of my new ways that I can not be passive aggressive, but be actually aggressive. Uh, <laughs> pretty excited about that. <laughs> so, so, no, no, drama sells. I mean, I guess uh, there's, a, there's always enough. Uh, I wasn't really going to give them any warning. I was just going to get rid of them and then uh, like, yeah. they figure out, like, oh, Whoops, I got the There just does yeah. seem to be a lot of drama. And if there isn't, there seems to be a lot of people who are hungry to want to hear stuff. So yeah, it's, it's very weird. disappointing. Yeah. Is it disappointing? Well, anyways, um, <laughs> I haven't gotten an email from Patreon saying that, like, uh, um, saying the payments have all been processed. So we should find out in the next few days. But I did put all the boxes together or for the, uh, the comic book grab bags. And uh, uh, I'll show you two of these. So it has, like, 
this Niagara Falls comic book or this yeah Niagara Falls Comic Con variant uh, of turtles or something I don't know. And then what was nice. the other one? Turtles ninety three, and then uh, the yeah. Then we had like this ninety seven variant, which is something I don't know. <clears throat> so I mean, I think the boxes are cool, and there's also like this this dynamic forces variant, which is also pretty pretty neat. I have two extras, so so send those. Dynamic Forces is like the oldest store variant person, like people on the planet. I think you guys, you know, I got I got to give a shout out to you guys on Comic Book Wars. Uh, I listened to it last night while I was on a very very long uh, drive in a car, trapped in a box. So uh, it's good to hear. And uh, but you guys, I think, did you anybody talk about Dynamic Forces about them being like like? Well, yeah. So it's own. Like we were talking about Vampirella, and I guess like yeah. Red Sonia Vampirella number oh, one. Oh, Dynamite Entertainment owns them. That's right. And then, okay. uh, and we were just talking about how there's so many different Red Sonia and 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 Vampirella titles, but and how they don't because, sell. Well, 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 they sell because of art only, not because of content, which is safe to say for a lot of books. They must be selling to some extent. I mean, I was surprised. Like uh, Dead End Kids number one, the first print only had uh, three thousand copies printed. And then the second print has about 3,500 printed of issue one. So how these publishers are making money with print runs that low, I don't, I don't really get it, but. Well, if they print it themselves versus having. That's why I don't think dynamite has to sell that many comics to make their money back. And that's why they keep relaunching all these titles that they have their licenses for, which uh, it kind of sucks, but whatever. They own the gold key Trinity, dude. I mean, you know, the, the, what made Valiant pretty famous was those gold key titles that they had acquired and started making new stories with, but dynamite entertainment has the rights to those now. So that does definitely change the game. There's a, there's a fan base for those books is all I'm trying to say. What do you think, Nico? Um, uh, um, the fact that Magnus robot fighter wears a skirt is mildly unsettling. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the, uh, Early run of uh, Solar Man and the Atom at, at Valiant. Uh, when I was a kid, I liked the fact that they had a 3D issue. Uh, those books you can basically pull out of dollar bins and um, wipe your ass with them. Nobody wants them. Quarter bins uh, too, man. Yeah, right. Like the, uh, I, I've got a soft spot for uh, those books. Uh, the only person that talks about Turok is uh, Tom Garcia. Who's made it like a thing? I think I don't know if he puts them in his uh, mystery mail call or what, but I give no shits about uh, any of those books. Although, if uh, Solar would come back, I would be elated. Um, but it would need to have the quality of that early Valiant stuff, and I don't know that Dynamite could ever do that. And Nico just said it best: the quality of that early Valiant stuff. That's what sold their books. It wasn't it wasn't only the fact that they were short print run. It was the fact that they had great content and great stories and stories that were so f- far out from what the big two were into processing. So. Yeah. So what do you guys think, uh, Jimmy? You're firmly in the corner of there's no way this Bloodshot movie actually sees a screen. Well, no, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with it. It doesn't seem... I mean, it's it made it further than, like, smart money would have thought, right? <laughs> like, I would... For sure. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I, I mean, I, I could see one of these um, streaming services buying it, but I don't I don't know. I don't know how yeah, many... The suggestion like, I don't is know that what there's going to be some sort of, uh, what, trailer here in the next few months? Um, It's supposed to come out in, what, uh, February? Yeah. 
I mean, so, so when are you going to put the trailer? You would out? assume November, that we'd see October? a trailer. Uh, I don't know. Right? Who um, knows? And apparently, um, the uh, alleged uh, heel for the movie uh, first appears in Harbinger number three. Um, I, I don't even know who that character is. Uh, and I certainly don't care about it. I don't know, man. I mean, the movie, I don't know how, how good the spec is on that movie. I don't know how many people are going to see it and what the potential is on any of those books after it comes out. Well, the only the only books that are even seeing any kind of action are Rise Zero and Eternal yeah. Warrior 4 right now. And they've, they've always been... Uh, Eternal Warrior 4 has always been kind of, uh, you know, a $20 book, I guess you can say. They've uh, both been $20 books for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. You know, so they uh, always only recently... Yeah, I mean, you guys witnessed the the like the push on Rise Zero. I mean, uh, the like we uh, resurgence of all these old books. Uh, well, somebody made a run on that book. Uh, they sold, and and the numbers are in the weekend update. I actually went back and counted them. They sold. You know, somebody bought like some unconscionable amount of, of copies, and um, they really drove up the price tag on that book. But nobody's cared for the better part of six months. Um, I mean, there's a ton of copies of Rise Zero, a ton of copies of Eternal Warrior 4. Uh, for me, if if I had like just a, a, a morsel of confidence that that movie would actually uh, do well enough at the box office that somebody would make another valiant movie, and I don't, uh, I'd be buying Harbinger books. I mean. What's the over-under does better than Fanatic, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not sure. Good question. Um... <laughs> I don't know, it's man, because like, so far we've just seen images, right? And all the images are just uh, Vin Diesel wearing sunglasses. And yeah, the there's movie a was... store variant that's alarming, just like bare chested. I was just like, what is this? And there, the movie was taped. It, oh, well, there's a because uh, they have a new Bloodshot series coming out uh, soon, right? So I, I saw Put there's a few a, store variants yeah. for that. Put on a shirt. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, Vin Diesel hasn't really been in some great movies. I know that like the new Triple X movie did really bad in North America. It did really well internationally, though. So I'm not sure if if uh, Bloodshot will have that same push, though. I don't know if that's the oh, same. Oh, it's going to be huge in China. You, you know exactly what's going to happen. The Chinese owners, the people who are actually divested in that movie. You mean the government of China? Of course. Well, uh, you know, I mean, communism is communism. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I don't know how that works. But well, I know that basically they will make people go and watch the movie and pay them money. They own at least forty percent. I don't know if they own the. I don't know if they own the majority of the company, like the Chinese government. But I know they. It, took it will be the. Only movie in theaters. At least no other option to go so. see that movie. Uh, I thought like, they just took a security interest in in uh, the corporation. Yeah, they, they, they basically they they installment. No, all the founders like left the country, and they owed a bunch of money. So the government and they and they like embezzled a bunch of money out of the company to buy mansions and Rolls Royces and in, in in Hollywood. That's what I read on Deadline. And, so so uh, basically, these Hollywood people Reporter. these people use the 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 funds to. Uh, get out of the country. Yeah, after they bought Valiant. So I mean, I read it on like I think I, I it was posted on Valiant Facebook group, and that's where I, I saw the links to like Hollywood Reporter and all these like reputable people. But but still, what uh, that means. I mean, I know that Val Valiant books don't seem to be doing as well lately as they have previously. 
Uh, I mean, people aren't really talking about them. Like a few months, uh, like at least two years ago, people would at least be talking about how. About how two, three were. years ago, there was so. a huge resurgence in people, and that was when I, I was slightly ahead of the curve, and I pulled a Harbinger for seven dollars. Harbinger number one with coupon. Wow. And then, and then a uh, Solar Man nice. and Yadam uh, first Toyota Harada for I think four bucks also. And and those are just not not books that you could find for that kind of price. But uh, I had a lot of Valiant books back in the day. But when I started selling books on eBay, I put together my Unity set, and that was like one of the first things I offered up. I'm like, nobody gives a crap right. about this stuff. Take it. Uh, but there's there's still there's a couple of hidden gems in there, and, and then uh, so one of the craziest dollar bin finds that I've had is a Bill Sinkowitz Shadow Man one in fifty from the new VEI stuff. It's like. So a one in fifty for my name, the newer ones is kind of you know hard to come by. So I pulled that for a buck. All right, I've talked more about Valiant in the last uh, five minutes than I have in the last five months. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about something else. Yes, um, yeah. I'm a big fan of Valiant, though. I mean, if I had to pick one character in the Valiant universe, I would want to hang out with. Um, it's probably that goat because I'm sure that goat like has a lot of stories they have a famous because isn't that goat yeah um, isn't he goat. like the father of woody i wasn't around for quantum and, woody. And, what do you mean the, the 90s now quantum and woody was at the tail end but isn't the that. goat their father or something so uh, i'm just saying that goat would probably have some interesting stories about like how he like somehow is the father of two human pe human beings i would imagine well he's obviously a shapeshifter my i don't know transformed into a goat but House of X, uh, you know, I guess I'm the only one who read that today. I didn't read. I went to uh, I went to a store this morning. I got an oil change. Then I read something was going on with House of X. So I went to the store after my oil change and I, I there weren't any. They were all gone. They were all gone. Huh? Uh, so I, I got intense. I got the half connecting cover, but there were no connecting covers left on the shelf at uh, two o'clock when I got to the store. But um yeah it's a, it's definitely picked up a pace a little bit but the the last two issues uh, should be read concurrently over just to kind of get the, the whole glimpse of the whole story but uh people died just put it that way and now now we get to see what kind of tricks hickman's really doing and we, before we went on air we were talking about some of the possibilities and, and this is this is one of the things that i'm getting from reading this right now the X-Men books were really kind of starting to show a little bit of uh, hope in, in some spots. And the, the Kid Cable story got my attention. So I looked into the Uncanny X-Men annual, the one with Cyclops, multiple Cyclopses on the cover. And then there's the one variant with Cyclops on it too, uh, where it's revealed that Kid Cable was actually brought in by Cyclops to kill his older self, which is really weird if you think about the, the, the kind of cyclical uh, timeline story there. But um, it's, uh, you know, spoiler alert, yeah, you know, basically the whole crew, when they landed on that space station trying to take out the mother mold, uh, got taken out one by one. But, you know, we had, we had some, we had some uh, you know, good efforts made by uh, classic X-Men. It's like an Armageddon when oh, they yeah. go on that asteroid. Totally and then like one by like one they get taken out, like Owen Wilson and the other ones. It's it's exactly like that, actually. And I haven't read this book yet, but um, I picked this up today. Um, I'm pretty excited to read it, though. Because um, as I mentioned, like on uh, the Comic Book Wars podcast, I wrote like a post a few days, a few weeks ago about like the Punisher smoking crack, Punisher War Journal uh, 30. And that's when like I realized I don't have like every issue of Punisher War Journal. 
So I've been like collecting them and reading them, and they're actually pretty good. So I've, I, I'll probably be reading this one soon. Uh, it's the the deceasing. It's part of like the DC deceased run. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, it's deceased, a good day to die. I'll flip the deceased book today. I also picked up this book, uh, Green Lantern 11, and I could only find uh, cover B. And I could also only find cover B online, which kind of pissed me off too. So I bought five copies online. But I did notice a like key collector sent out an alert earlier today. Right. And that's why I bought one of these. Um, it has the first appearance of the Golden Lantern. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently a thing. Like, I don't know what that means, but it seems like uh, that's probably going to be something that, like, I would assume uh, has some kind of, like, long-term legs potential. So, Is that um, Thanos covered in gold? Cause it no, looks like this, a is, gold. this is a I DC know. book. I know, okay? I know, but it looks like a Thanos gold plate. No, that's <laughs> not what this looks like at all. He has a pole. See, he's holding a pole. Oh, so that's the difference. Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah. mean that's the difference? This doesn't look like Thanos at all. That's he has, the nature like, of being a he. He's in gold. Mm, okay. Whatever. Anyways, he's the gold lantern. Um, I don't know if this has long-term legs. I noticed that a lot of copies sold, though. Yeah. Um, again, I only bought five copies, and it was from the same guy. So that only shows up as one. But um, well, it's a dark black cover, too. So it looks like probably high, you know, hard 9-8. Yeah, for the cover A, which I couldn't even find online. I ended up with, so I have like six cover Bs, which is completely garbage. But I well, do think that that's a good book. So I really do think that's a good book. Where do you think, what do you think that is? Do you think well, apparently it has ties like to like, I don't know. But apparently it has ties to like Legion of Superheroes, which is like a two-part book. So who knows? But I, I do think that there's some potential with that character. Okay. But who knows? Who cares? Uh, I mean, it's the Golden Jim, Lantern. Jim. Jimmy, that's good speculation. I mean, if 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 it's true what they say about a Kyle Rayner TV show, is that what is that? I heard that it's HBO definitely Max definitely not true what they say about <laughs> Kyle. HBO Rainer. Max is doing <laughs> a green. No, that's what I heard because then Look, Ethan Skyver said said that it must be true because HBO or not HBO because DC asked him to rewrite his autobiography. I think you snorted cosmic book news. Remember, these are that's how you connect things. If DC asks you to correct your autobiography, that's like you haven't listened to Sleepy try to tell that story for fucking 10 minutes, and I didn't understand it the first time. I still don't understand it. Now, okay, so so basically, I, I, uh, please I clarify. I, I listened oh, to Lord. it last night. so I Okay, you got a better rendition? Yeah, yeah. So uh, because they're reintroducing a Green Lantern trade paperback that Ethan Ben. Yeah, they're redoing Rebirth. Do you see correct. Rebirth? So that, that's... So they're asking him to update his biography because the last time they released that trade was years ago. And his kid was still young. Now his kid's like 20-something, I think. So, yeah. it's there's, And he has a different yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says it's like... You know, but but it's funny because, yeah, DC did kind of uh, blacklist him. I, you go ahead and say it. They blacklisted him for his political views. So, you know, they're this asking is him like, uh, to that update. jump to conclusion. I'm sure they, Matt, I, I think they blacklisted no, him. I mean, where you like, jump everybody. If you follow everybody, podcast, like all these other, you know. <laughs> all these other writers were putting heat on it. And then it became a big thing on Twitter. Yeah. And I think because Jimmy's like, other, I think because other creators got behind it, I don't think it's necessarily because of his political views. I don't, I don't think that's why. I think, I think DC got rid of him because no, no, of no, the they, they asked him. They asked him to update his biography. Yeah, yeah. and so that is about as reasonable as a jump to conclusions, Matt. 
well, get it jump yeah. to conclusion? conclusions? That, I don't that know, was how, I don't know how Matt has anything to do with this. it. No, no, no. So, no, I get what exactly what Nico's saying. Uh, so, again, news sources. This is the problem. This is this is the reason why <sighs> everybody reporting things. It's not about being right. It's about being first. And this is the problem with our society. This is the problem with our industry. And this is the problem with, you know, a lot of things that we are dealing with right now. Uh, we've got all these people trying to pump fake news articles and, and oh, my, my inside source that doesn't exist, like you guys talked about last Yeah, night, Nico. Making up sources. Nico's the one who's always telling me about things. these secret sources that aren't real. Well, well no, no, no. Nico, Nico probably has legit sources, in the, in, 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 and I actually trust his word. And that's the thing is you, it, when you have news that you've put out and it becomes well, I got verified. A guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, verified, I, got a guy. I don't know if he's verified, but I got a guy who's that's right. I'm like, all right. But Nico is also not uh, one of these. I'm going to believe that, that he's not about. full of shit because he hasn't been full of shit. But, sure. Uh, sure. And that's just the problem. In the live chat, Ben Table says the cover A's are available at Midtown for that Green Lantern 11 book if anybody wants yeah. them. I read it. Yeah, but but Jimmy doesn't shop Midtown. Yeah. They're I thought you were only at war with. Uh, no, he's on a boycott for them too. With Jeez, who? Who else? I'm at war with everybody, but who else? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't yeah, know. No, Midtown, Midtown has been disavowed. Uh, wow. Whatever. So they're, they're done. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't buy it. I just think that there might be legs on the Golden Lantern. Like, who cares? You sent me the screenshot of like seven sales. I was like, what the fuck? Um, I, I didn't yeah. send, I don't think I sent you a screenshot of sales. I just said that their book was yeah, selling. Yeah, you did. I, whatever. Okay, maybe yeah. I looked it up afterwards. I don't maybe. Know. Well, here's another book I want to talk about now that you're talking about garbage, because this reminds me of garbage. Um, I found garbage. I found this book in my cheese box. Um, it's Lady Death um, Swimsuit 27, tw no, 2007. What and as you hell? can see, like, I think she might have, like, she might not have wiped properly, because, like, the piranha just seems to be biting her in just a weird place. But apparently this cover is limited to a thousand, which I don't I don't know why. You call that your quote cheese box? Yeah. Because again, there's a, a fish uh eating Lady Death's ass for some reason. It doesn't make sense. No, it does make sense. It's called Millennials. Yeah, and this was by Avatar. So I mean like who Go like, Brian Polito. No, this is, but it's like published by Avatar. On that fucking so, thing. All right. Anyways, all I'm saying is you gotta buy cheese books. And I don't know if this book's worth anything. I don't even care because um, it's in like shit condition. But the point is, like, it's it's, you got to buy cheese. Can we talk about something that's actually interesting? I think that's interesting. I think that, I think fish. That's alarming. I think fish eating Lady Death's ass is interesting. Okay, I know we all eat ass. I mean, that's what you told me. No um, man, I'm I not think if you eat that, you die of E. coli. So okay. this yeah. is what Jimmy. This is what Jimmy is. Jimmy, Jimmy's a troll lord. Absolutely. Jesus Lord. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something actually interesting. So there was this tale today of the variant. Is he in? They gave out. Oh, okay, cool. The, it's not just uh, me. The Matrix has him. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad that that wasn't just me. Hey, uh, Nico, you might have to reset because your thing seems to be going all like in and out, like you're in the Matrix. It's very bizarre. I want to know about your sales, though. I just, I just don't know. Yeah, no, I can't hear you. So I'm, I got to take you out for a second, and maybe you can just like fix it. I don't know. If I put you back, is it fixed? No, it doesn't look like it's fixed. You probably have my to reset, my guy. Up, you got to reset because your, your bandwidth is, all... is horrible. Yeah. 
Okay. I, yeah. I, well, that's so, so. In the meantime, Jimmy, it's still a crossover Lord. episode, though. Yeah. So, yeah. You you bought, you bought what? Bury. You bought Troll Lords one. Did you read it? Yeah, did you I get into I, trolls? I, I did flip through it real briefly. Black and white from the nineties, huh? That's Go on, funny. I'm listening. No, I mean, uh, I, you're the you're the troll expert, man. You're supposed to. <laughs> you have a whole run of this book, right? I am into trolls. Yeah. Um, I'm also into cheesy number ones, so I think I just have number one of that. Okay. But I also have like a whole run of like Omaha, the the sex cat or whatever, like of bizarre sex, or whatever. Right? Is that what it is? That's what yeah. you're into, right? You're into sure, those but actually, Omaha I'm sorry, cat dancers. The artwork on this was actually done in '85. And it's by True Studios. So um, I actually I obtained this book at a second to Charles for a buck and a quarter, I believe. And it might have actually been free. So weird number ones, that's your thing? Cheesy yeah, that's, you got to have a box of cheesy number ones. Well, do you buy them just to speculate on them? Or do you actually no. buy them to, to read them? No, sometimes, I ha- like, sometimes they, uh, they do okay. But uh, no, I just buy them... Because they're fun. You gotta have boxes of like fun. You gotta buy books that you just want to buy. Thank you. Thank you for saying. I don't that. know. Because because um, it's not all about the money, right, Jimmy? No. Although, no. if you want to sell me books, you can sell them to me for cheaper because of what I just said. But I don't know, man. Um, I just I just I don't know what happened to Nico. Um, it's just I'm kind of depressed by that. Why? Because uh, I was relying on him a lot for this entire thing. Well, the connecting so, variant episode is still here right now, but he just needs to come back. So, why don't you just let him back in when he reconnects? Because he's obviously restarting his computer. So, not really a big deal. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Well, pay attention to the chat. But so, you didn't buy any other comics this week? I bought a few, but uh, I was out of town. So, I got a whole bunch of trash books that nobody really cares about. Some members' newsstands. Um, I bought one of those Amalgam comics, X Patrol. The you know, combination of DC and uh, things right there. I think I might like agree with uh, Joe Winfrey. The Popeye's and chicken sandwiches comics, are yeah. uh, indeed uh, selling for for big bucks. Yeah, these comics are flipping for pennies. Popeye's chicken sandwiches is where it's at. One just sold on eBay for seventeen fifty. And you know what? After he eats it, he's gonna say it wasn't genuine. I is want it, my money back. Like I hear, like the pickle is like some somehow fried, and the and the pickle tastes like a burger or something. That's possible. I mean, it is Popeyes, and I don't know. You ever eat a Popeyes biscuit without drinking anything? No, I don't go to Popeyes. How about you, Nico? You ever go to Popeyes? Trash. We don't have any in my area. Oh God damn it, Nico! What? It's still not that great. Kick me out and see if it works. That sounds terrible. Uh, choppy? Yeah. I wish there was a way for me to reduce that. Um, like my bandwidth. Or Turn off your video. Alright. Yeah. How about now? No. A little bit better. Actually, yeah. It sounds a lot better. Hello? Hello? Oh, uh, no, you're done. It's not working, man. Okay. I'm sorry, but I don't know, man. That that kind of sucks. I still believe in crossover episodes, though. I still believe this is a crossover episode. Um, we already knew it was going to be garbage, though. So, no, but I mean that's that's why it's like it's okay for me, in my opinion. But uh, we still have more to talk about, right? Maybe. Did you hear Shia LaBeouf might be midnight? 
Why would Shia LaBeouf be Moon Knight? Because everything awesome said so. Who's everything awesome? That, that, that's who I'm reporting. R- reporting this news is that everything awesome said today that they their sources say that uh, Shia LaBeouf will be playing Moon Knight for Disney Plus. I don't see it happening. Why not? Because he has this movie that's coming out where he plays his dad, and his dad like is banned from from the U.S. because he fled like he fled his charges of child molestation. So I don't know. It seems like there's some weird stuff going on with Shia LaBeouf. I don't see Disney connecting with that. Well, that was reported. Right. By so it. here's how it is: Shia LaBeouf's dad molested some kids, right? And then Shia LaBeouf's dad was charged with it. And then he was on trial and he was out on bail and then he fled to like South America or something. And now Shia LaBeouf is making a movie where he plays his dad. So I don't understand it. It's weird. That's why I don't see Disney connecting to him. Is that, is that like the, uh, the what's that dude from Avengers 200 who had a baby with Captain Marvel and that was himself? Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't know but about it comes that? Out, like, his movie comes out in like two months. What, somebody had a baby with Brie Larson? What? No, 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 no. All right, so Avengers number 200. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, it's an older book. Okay, go uh, on. Apparently, Captain Marvel, or at the time, Ms. Marvel, was dating, okay. you know, was dating somebody who took control of her, and then he had a baby with her, but it was himself that he gave, she gave birth to. Talk about a... Conundrum. I don't think that makes sense. Is that like in Terminator? Uh, it's kind of like one of those Terminators type of... Because I don't think that makes sense. Things. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't because he basically, uh, you know, it's, it's a very controversial. This is a controversial book, Jimmy. I thought this would be right up your alley. Uh, Avengers number 200. You can look it up on the you know, the Marvel Wiki if you really need to know the synopsis of Why? it. Why? Like, do you see the baby coming out? Because it, it's uh, not controversial it's, unless it's, it's baby Marvel, coming out. So it's Comics Code approved, but I don't know how this one got past the Comics Code, to tell you the truth. Well, so the Comics Code is really just like borderline. Isn't it just like self-governed? So you can know. realistically like publish whatever you want with the comics code on it. It's just back at Avengers 200. Was it active? What? Don't type like that. It just uh, it just wonders if it looks bad for your thing. So I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know. Ch- I don't know, man. Wait a second, Sleepy John. What are you doing here? <laughs> Is this a crossover just- episode? I just came in to test the uh, bandwidth. Is the bandwidth okay with three people? Yeah, You're a loser. You guys are losers. Oh, all right. I, I love was, I love Sleepy I, John, and that's I why I like checking. doing comic All right, see you guys later. No, don't leave. I was still talking to you. Oh, rats! I should have I should have kept talking to him and made him stay. <laughs> that's that's phenomenal. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like doing this podcast, but it's I maybe I'll give the uh, the link out and we can see if we can get get people in. But I don't know. I think there's not like I, I think there's a lot going on in comics this week because we also have what we have Boom playing with the speculators. No, what do you think about that? Boom, Booms. What are they? Are they intentionally shorting print runs? So we have what Once in Future One came out, um, and people are saying that the second print had a thousand print run. I don't see that being a reality. Well, isn't that the same case with all the Power Rangers variants too? Like when they did Power Rangers second prints, like uh, Green Ranger, Power Rangers Zero. Oh, look at this! Look, open casting call. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't. Jimmy, Jimmy, putting the, the link out for the. No, the I don't cast. remember them purposely doing that. Like you I don't, don't think remember they, that. I don't think. No, no, so, no, I don't think they purposely made. Well, the... Power Rangers sold out. 
we right. all know that was super popular. So mm -hmm. the whole, uh, the second print with the Green Ranger helmet, I know I did well, you know, in the aftermarket uh, with that. It did but, okay. I mean, I think it sold for like eight to 10 bucks. The oh, second print. I, I, I think, the second print, right? Yeah, I think I, I think I caught the hype. And, and, and then there's what? There's the one with the sword and stuff. Like, yeah, then, the print, yeah they were it, okay, but they were not, okay, but but they again, didn't come out in succession as these ones did. Correct, and they they were not built off of a ton of hype. But I mean, there was a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of video blogs and stuff like that talking about this. Once you and who would have thought that like my um, that not my little pony? Who would have thought that? Um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers would have such a fan presence that the book would still be this popular. Well, so it has like some as a, Transformers, as a Transformers fan, I can tell you exactly why. Uh, Power Rangers fans are more rabid than Transformers fans. You know, sure. they, they they care about their product and they care about their, you know, their that that whole property. So yeah, when when the book came, I, I was still working at the store and I saw the influx that, that it brought in. It also brought in a bunch of people looking for the toys. So, I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff that gets sold when a property like that gets hot. So, boom, having the rights to that property and then launching two titles. So, they have Power Rangers and Go-Go Power Rangers. And I guess those both take place in the same universe because they did the Shattered Grid crossover. Um, uh, so, all those things. Um, no, but they don't. Don't they have multiple universes and multiple story? Well, that's the whole Shattered Grid thing. I think they uh, showed that there is actually a Power Rangers multiverse. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not reading that book, so I can't speak for those guys. I'm not a, a super, super fan for the Power Rangers property. You should be, you should be a super fan. Well, because Hasbro owns it, but Hasbro owns Death Row Records. I know I'm an expert on that. But they weren't like, they didn't purposely buy Death Row Records. They bought <laughs> E1 Entertainment, right? And E1 Entertainment just, just somehow owned uh, Death Row Records. But come on, man. That was the best Comic-Con news you got. You got it from me. Yeah, it was just interesting. I don't know what that means, but I mean, I, I don't understand what's going on with Boom. I know they have a deal with Fox. And so what? So this this week, what came out? Something is Killing the Children. Mm -hmm. And is that book, that book, is that still selling well or what? Um, I don't know. I know that the pre-sales for that book uh, went from like ten to 13,000, somewhere in that low range up to the 30 plus. Yeah, so, I mean, and it was I think, all because of the Frisian variant. So if the variant helped push that property to a point where it's going to get talked about more, probably might be a good thing. But the, the secondary market on that book's been killed. And there's a virgin, I think a limited print virgin variant of the Frisian cover that's also been It's put like out what a store variant, right? Probably. Yeah, they, I, I heard something like eight store variants. Oh, well, that, that will push a print run up real high. So I think that might be the result of like why the print run went so much higher. Who knows? Um, that's that's what an extra two thousand or maybe uh, sorry an extra eight thousand maybe. Who knows? Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, the good. book does seem to it sell. It's still selling for above cover, but it isn't selling for what it was selling last week. And yeah, there are quite a few different store variants. So uh, Nico saying that there was, right you know, at one point the uh, the one to three hundred, and that and that book's at fourth. It's at uh, fourth print. Hmm. What killing children or yeah, wow. So, so and that's because it's you know again you you are correct. I think they are playing the speculator market a little bit, but they're hoping that these books do eventually get flipped into hands of people who will read the property and maybe buy the property and maybe want to see the property explored in other avenues. I mean, that's but who wants to see any of these books explored in other avenues? Well, did you read once in future? No. 
I can tell you right now, I can I can see this book being popular in England. Yeah, I read I read number one in England. Yes. Okay, go on. It's about it's a story about Excalibur. So it's only going to be popular in England, though. Well, no, no, but it's because of the English heritage related to the mythological Excalibur story, and the fact that this dude's old granny leaves her granny's home, and she says she's to kill a bunch of vampires, but there are no vampires left to kill. I mean, she's a total badass, dude. Like, so you, you got a badass grandma and a story about Excalibur, and some dude killing some other guy, saying he's he's there to take back England. So yeah, I I can see English people. Uh, currently, right now, in this uh, this political climate, wanting to read this book, and I can see it being popular in that avenue. Why? Because but, of Brexit? Are you going to bring up Brexit? No, I'm not bringing up Brexit. But but can I ask, how do you measure digital sales? Because that's really comicsology. You know, as much as we love to flip print copies, what does comicsology get uh, as far as their sales quotas? Like, do they do they release their download totals to anyone? You know, Amazon. Probably, yeah, that I don't know. Who, who cares, though? Well, I mean, you should because if there's people on Comicsology Unlimited and all these other unlimited reading apps that get these books the day of release, uh, they pay a premium to have you know Boom Studios titles and things like that. So, are, are you you if you've never read a digital book? And because I'm a Transformers fan, and I, I used to carry a tablet that had the entire IDW titles downloaded on it, so I could take them on planes and stuff, so I could travel. Uh, but reading digitally is definitely a different experience, but it's not like collecting and flipping and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, if, if you know how much a book is doing in print, that's one thing, but is it getting reads and hits on these download sites? And of course, you know, then you have people who like to post up the pages for these books on places and let people read them for free or, the, uh, you know, pirated basically. Um, are people reading it there? But the speculator push behind it is there. And I think you are correct in your assumption of the short FOC window that they offer, basically selling it out. And then you have people foaming at the mouth for fear of missing out because of monstrous number two second print. Well, I mean, they could outpacing their first print. They could purposely overprint most of these books. There's no reason for them to be underprinting them to this extent if, if they know that uh, retailers want it that much. But what so was the, what was the these first, books shouldn't be in the printings that they're in. Think about this. What was the first image or independent title that had a first print that sold out and then a second print that came out that did better than the first print? Monstrous. That's the only one I could think of. You know, and no, Monstrous, Monstrous number one. Monstrous is the only one. Monstrous number one has. I, I don't know. There's you know, a few, but I mean, there's a very limited window for most of that. I mean, even Monstrous, I don't think those books have really held up, have they? Uh, I think the number two, the second print for number one, still outsells the first print. Yeah, but I think I, th I think it's still down. Like I don't think it's as high as it was. And and Sleepy's talking about uh, Saga and Manifest Destiny. So those those two right there could what be. What does he know? He knows a lot, and he should come back on. But I don't think he's gonna. But no, you're 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 right. Uh, you know, but we have to see. You know, is the story going to be enough to sell the book? And that's, that's what every single one of these books need to do. They need to stand on their own legs. They need to have the content, the art, the, you know, whatever it takes to not only sell out, but also to keep people interested and keep them reading, uh, which is why, you know, what do you think about that scout formula where they're going to do a number one issue and then they're not going to release two, three, four, or five. They're going to release a trade paperback with one through five. 
That's what scouts are they're doing. That's what Scout is doing. That's what they're doing with Planet Caravan and the other recently most hyped books. Yeah, that sounds like the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my entire life. So but I mean, I, I guess nobody's buying their books anyways, so that's the only way that they can really do it. So they still cater to the speculative market by doing number one issues while being able to cater to readers where I guess they're, I think they sell most of their books at cons, I would imagine. I mean, how, how would, how like, where do you see people uh, buying Scout comics? I don't. Um, I don't really see people talking about them unless I'm online. Well, I mean, uh, because I live near, uh, you know, the Gut Ghost creator, they sell them at his store. Obviously, so yeah, that's one sure. place you get them. Uh, the other place is, of course, the Scout Comics store down, uh, you know, South Florida. So, and I think they have an online store, right? And then uh, I, I, guess. Know, I don't know, but I, mean, I know I started. I started watching one of them on eBay, and then I think one of the sellers sent me, you know, an offer. So, you know. They're selling books in places, and I don't know if they're actually selling to people outside of speculators or people are actually reading. What's them. the? I just don't understand what the purpose is of releasing uh, number one issues if it's not just to cater for the speculative market. That's exactly what it is. It's to to get that first appearance, you know, book in print, and then and who release, cares? And then release I mean, the rest of the story. Most of their books aren't getting optioned anyways. And if they are, like, who knows what's happening? So even if a book gets optioned, Jimmy, I mean, who's optioning it? Some fly-by-night production company that goes, "Ooh, I bought the option to this," and then they close up shop two weeks later, and the option dies with them. I don't know. You know, it doesn't. I don't know, man. Uh, I think that's pretty much what we're seeing. We're seeing everybody foaming at the mouth to try to get. Oh, did you hear this book got optioned? And then what happens with that news once it's optioned? It's like they get the ball and then they don't run with it, man. I mean, sometimes, but I mean, sometimes nothing like nothing happens with it. Like, what happened? What's happening with the mall? Isn't Ivan Reitman supposed to be involved or something? The mall? The, isn't there two different books called the mall? So you'd have to clarify. No, there's a book called about. Mall, and there's a book called The Mall. Uh, so it's it's the mall that, that the one that Ivan Reitman's involved with, I guess. I, I think so. I'm not. I'm not really. I haven't That's read the it. Scout Comics one. Is it? Yeah. I, I think they're all like I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, Ivan Reitman's a really big name, and if that's he was name, well, well, Jimmy, not everybody. But he can't even direct the new Ghostbusters, right? He had to give it to his son, right? So, well, well, yeah. Well, maybe he wants to carry on that legacy. Why can't he direct it? <laughs> uh, is he even alive? Like yeah, he's know? still alive. What do you mean? Is he even alive? What? I'm, I'm just making sure, what the man. Fuck? <laughs> what, man? Look, I'm a dad, all right? Look, I used to have like an endless amount of information like you do, Jimmy Linguini. You're able to retain all this Whatever. this nonsense about John Travolta being a fanatic and putting on your favorite performance of him in decades. It was good. He went like full Simple Jack in it, I read in a... That's what I read in, <laughs> um, in, a, uh, in a review. They compared it to Simple Jack. I thought it was good. Uh, he like he stabs a guy. Um, Rick killed a guy. No, he kills a lady. Yeah, you missed that joke, Jimmy. But it's good. I, I dropped I dropped an Anchorman joke and you totally missed oh. it. See, this is this is again what we were talking about before we went. On You're talking about Ted Kennedy killing a guy. No, I'm talking no, about inserting a, a random movie quote into conversation, that's and only fifty percent of them getting it. Oh, that's stupid. See where do you get the trident? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that escalated quickly. That's dumb. No, it's not dumb. It's it's pretty smart actually. See humor, Jimmy. Humor. So it's all right. Funny. Well, it's lame. 
Well, you guys uh, on Comic Book Wars, and again, uh, thank you for allowing me to have something to listen to. While yeah, this was somehow that. supposed to be a crossover, but I mean, it was. It was connecting. Um, I just don't really me. plan things correctly, and I mean, I was I, I keep trying to get Elvis on, but I forgot to. Uh, well, well we have no outline today. because I drove ten, you know ten plus hours. From no, we could have had an outline. Um, I just didn't want to, and I bought like a magazine. I bought a Femme Fatale's magazine number one. It's signed by. Um, I don't know who this lady is, but it's signed by like some lady. So, so how come nobody talks about I mean, the I think that's Marvel cool. two series? What's two her books? name? Her name is her name is Brinky Stevens. I don't know who Brinky Stevens is, um, but she's like naked in this magazine and she signed it. So uh, good for me. Is it a Playboy? No, I told you it's Femme Fatales. They have like it's a comic book magazine, but it's really like porn. I was reading the Spawn one. They have a Spawn one, and then it has the lady from CSI, and she's like naked and all of it. Like, it's really weird. Whoa, and like, they have all these. It's weird. It's weird. What what lady from CSI are you talking about here? The one who's also in Spawn. You know the lady from CSI, and she's in Spawn. No. And she's naked in some horror movie. Hmm. No. True story. It's like, anyways, femme fatales. Think about it. Think about it. Femme Fatales. Huh? Is that, that's up there with Troll Lords for sure. No, that's a magazine. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Do it. Do it. And that's all we had for this week, though. I, I don't think we had like anything else. I mean, I could keep talking about Femme Fatales, I guess. But I mean, I mean we could talk about Femme Fatales or, or, or any of the other juicy stuff that you know people want to hear from, from Jimmy Linguini. I don't, what other juicy stuff do people want to hear about? I don't know. They... They want the drama, Jimmy. They want to know what kind of drama is going on in the comic book community. I don't know. I heard Mel like stop doing his podcast or something. Uh, I think he had a season finale. I don't it's know. I finished. I'm, I've shut down the, the the Patreon, or I'm shutting down the Patreon after it gives me the receipt for this month, which yeah. it hasn't done yet. I was hoping it would be done by now. But yeah, and once I do that, like I don't care about getting the podcast back together. Like, so whatever, it doesn't matter to me. It's not happening. So. Well, you tried. Yeah, I tried. I don't care anymore, though. So, I just have no incentive anymore. So I just don't care, and I don't see it happening. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with that. Well, I mean, just I mean, I want to get like I want to figure out like a new cast, obviously. Um, but I feel like I'm still working on that because I'm uh, crazy. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I know there's like a bunch of people doing a bunch of different stuff right now. And uh, there's a bunch of different content being put out, and I just hope everybody's happy with it. So everybody's got a podcast now, man. Well, good you for have everybody. two of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're hard. You're a hardworking man in comic books. Apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess that's it. We'll uh, catch you guys next week. Uh, I think next week we're doing some kind of special episode, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, catch you next week. Bye now. Bye.